0: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply.
1: John Stewart, uh, we were talking about this earlier. Uh, You know, we all met him daily show and is a a comedian and and some great movies and some great acting and all. But uh, what he's been doing the last few years, uh, and I say the last few, uh, quite a number, um, is more important. And really, it, it says who you are, without a doubt.
0: Born November 28 in New York City, he is a comedian, writer, producer, director, political commentator, actor, and
1: television host, who after hosting his own talk show on MTV, rose to fame as the host of Comedy Central's The Daily Show. These days, he hosts the Apple TV show The Problem with John Stewart and has become an outspoken advocate for 9-11 first responders
0: as well as veterans across the country. And tomorrow, he'll be in Kansas City to support veterans with a call to Congress to pass the packed Act. please welcome John Stewart
1: mr John Stewart how are you holy after a, that was
0: like a robot eulogy <laughs>
1: <laughs> listen listen we're doing the best we can with what we've got John you know the drill it's hard times over here hard times oh do we lose John where are we at here we had this John Stewart on this one this one
0: uh John sorry we lost you oh my god I I was starting to talk. I was, I was singing poetic about Kansas City, Missouri. And then, and then you just said, all I heard was, shut up and hang up. Was was the whole thing was, just, I'm just hurt now. I, Listen, what am I going to do with all these haikus that I've composed about Kansas City, Missouri?
1: That, and they're not easy to do. They're not, I never remember the amount of phrasing, the, the, the syllables. It, I'm always lost the haiku.
0: Ah, uh, basically, I just confuse it with Twitter, so I just do however many <laughs> characters I'm allowed in Twitter.
1: You hate? We were talking I, about. I figure haiku and
0: Twitter are pretty much the same form of communication.
1: Without a doubt, people and nobody notices that, do they?
0: No, you know what? That's why I'm here. That's right. I, That's right. I'm here while other people have things to do. You? To notice stupid things.
1: How is it? And I've always been fascinated. I'm so glad to have you on the show, and I'm glad you're coming to Kansas City. I've got a bunch of friends over at the VFW headquarters. And, uh, and I just got to know those guys uh, much better over the last uh, three years. And I, I knew that we had the national headquarters here, but I was yeah. so misinformed uh, that, it, it, you know, it, I thought it was a government agency. It's a, I didn't understand it's a nonprofit that really holds That's our right. government to their promise, to the, the, what they've made these servicemen, these people who've sacrificed and given of their time and of their life. The most precious thing we have is That's this right. time. And, and, and they do such incredible work, man. I, I'm, I'm just huge fans of the VFW.
0: Uh, yeah, they're they're phenomenal. And they're everywhere. You know, they're a cornerstone. They're one of those things that, you know, you kind of, you know, the pandemic made everybody kind of understand the idea of the essential worker. You know, that idea that there are these folks that go out there every morning and they put the things together that make our lives possible, right? right. The VFW is like that for you know, communities and for veterans, they're they're like a building block in every community that kind of centers uh, the life of the veteran and and provides for those communities that kind of stability.
1: Yeah, and, and I had no, I, I had no idea that your your love and your heart for people who who give of themselves, from first responders to our servicemen, and and as someone who's never served myself, my but my family has, my father does, my brother did. And, uh, you know, as somebody who's brought up with a great respect for the military, but more for the fact that I, I, it's always driven me crazy. I was a paramedic before radio, and, you know, we ran, uh-huh. the, v, we ran the VFW, and you saw the condition it was in in, in the early 90s. And, right. you know, and, and it just strikes you that we forget about these guys. We, we promise them. We see these glossy, beautiful TV ads for, for what you can be, if you can be all that you can be, and that's, those are fantastic. Uh-huh. But what happens to them when they come home and they're sick?
0: Well, that's that's been the issue. I mean, and and by the way, that's you know that's the issue in every war. The first you know revolt in America, the first rebellion, were soldiers after the Revolutionary War, going, "Hey, man, I thought didn't you say you were going to pay us? Because I'm pretty sure you said you were going to pay us." Right. And they didn't, and that created, uh, and that's been the pattern. And you know, in this case, again, I, I think, look, if, if we can't take care of the people that take care of us, then we kind of have nothing. You know, it's one of those essential kind of amino acids of of putting things together for a society.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: that that's the part that I think has has always irked me. And and once again, we've, we've done it again in this this 20 year global war on terror. We've had veterans, you know, three point five million Iraq and Afghanistan and, you know, not just there, but but force amplifiers all over the world. And due to negligence, we exposed them to incredibly dangerous, toxic conditions. And now, you know, thousands are getting sick. Uh, and when they come home, they have to become their own, you know, lawyer, doctor, advocate. Uh, and they battle the very government that they had been sacrificing everything to protect and defend. I mean, it, Indeed. it's truly it, it's a moral issue as well as without a doubt. And, and you know, any of those
1: other things, they try to shift the narrative. The powers that be will try to shift the narrative that somehow if you criticize the military for their care of their own soldiers, that you become this uh, this un-American anti-patriot actor, you know, and you go, you go, what are you talking about? The, the most important thing in the world is that you take care of these people who were the very people who gave of themselves, who were the people that again, I hope they all come home a whole and healthy, but just the, the, the right. sacrifice of time alone that they can never get back is is worth that thank you that promise and god forbid they get sick and they get sick from something that happened that we could have prevented that's the thing that's you, right you've got to take care and of it. listen
0: you know war is obviously it's a dangerous business and you're exposed to all kinds of things but those things have to be recognized you know and one of the things we've had real problems with and especially you know sort of the modern era of warfare you know anything well world war 1 on really uh, is toxic exposure is, you know, from mustard gas to depleted uranium to uh, these burn pits. You know, it is a dangerous business and a dangerous job. But, it, you know, you don't see toxic wounds like you see an IED blast wound. Right. You know, so if somebody comes home, you know, maybe uh, tragically missing a, a limb. Well, that's seen. And, you know, the VA is not going to fight that. It's hard. But if you come home and six years later, you develop a bizarre You know, eye cancer, breast cancer, brain cancer, and you'd been sleeping next to these pits. Look, we saw it at Ground Zero in New York. Ground Zero is kind of the original burn pit. You know, it was this jet fuel uh, 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 catalyzed kit of materials, and everybody that breathed it in, many of them got very, very sick, and they had to fight to convince the government that that's what it was. You know, after winning that fight, we realized how many veterans were in the exact same position. And on their own, imagine you're you're, the transition from the military to civilian life is difficult enough. And now you're sick and you're having trouble breathing and nobody is taking it seriously. So now you've got all these medical bills. Now you can't make a living. Now you're under a financial stress, a health stress and emotional stress. You know, you wonder why so many of these guys take their own lives because they don't have the support. And we've got to get this done. We're a handful of senators away. We've got it through the House. The House passed the PACT Act. We're a handful of senators away. That's why we're coming out to the VFW, you know, in 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 Kansas City to make sure that that's the part of the country that needs to hear. Like this is happening.
1: And I and think we need you just... guys
0: to stand up and let your senators know. Like we got to get this done.
1: People just don't know, and I do believe this. I think they're just we're so uh, inundated with 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 an amazing amount of of what we want to call news, right? and the right. truth of the matter is this stuff gets buried it's not it's not the sexiest it's not the, the the craziest it's not the loudest and it's the most important it really is you guys like if you want to talk I, this is not political this is human this is moral this is a promise we made to kids that when we recruit them as young as possible at 18 years of age and we ask them for this this service and we ask them for this time we put them in a situation we just have to honor right. what we've told them and and it gets buried and people don't know it's the most honorable, patriotic thing you could possibly do is to honor these servicemen and just pay the debt. Take care of our own. Everybody wants to scream right. about America first. Well, God damn it. What's more America first than this?
0: Right. You can't put America first if you continue to put veterans last. That's right. Just, it, 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 it can't be done. And, you know, they'll squawk at the cost, but they don't have any problem spending $6 trillion on these wars. I mean, that gets put on the credit card. And then they want to come back and balance the budget on the back of sick veterans like it's, it's truly one of the most outrageous failings of the uh, of the american government and it it needs to be stopped this you know you can't order a meal and eat it and then complain that like you didn't realize you had to pay for the potatoes like yeah. this is the yeah, cost exactly. of war. If, if you can't bear the cost then don't go yeah. but you went you sent these folks out there and now they're coming back and they need help so if you support the troops well, now they need support. So be there. So sure. uh, and, and you'd be amazed at how difficult it is. So uh, I'm not going to name the senator, but uh, she said I mean, we were in a, a, a hearing. This was only, I don't know, three, four weeks ago. And, and I do believe many of them are sincere about wanting to help. But they're just not connected to what the real problem is. But she says, uh, you know, this PAC Act, you know, Uh, Would it increase the backlog and would it do this? And we just want to make sure that a promise made is a promise kept. And I was like, every day that you don't pass this act is a promise broken. Like that promise was made when they signed up. Right. This isn't an extra promise you're making to people. This is the promise that you made, that they will go and defend this country. And we will. the, The motto of the VA is for the veteran, his widow and his orphan. That's what it is, Yes. Yeah. And and so to to not deal with it has been an outrageous application, how could, and, and how, we're really hoping.
1: How could a normal person? Listen, you know, I have a, a brother that's of course, served. My father served, and uh, you know, he's sadly he was just buried, but with full military honors. And it's you know, so it's it's very fresh in my mind. At my father's service, uh-huh. and and I think to myself, you know, how do you, how do you help? Like a, a regular person, like if you're moved by this conversation, if you're moved by the fact you have a family member, a loved one. Somebody you know, somebody who was a good friend of
0: yours That's has right. served,
1: If whether they're injured or not. Like, how do you how do you make this known? How do you help this pact act?
0: Well, because because here where we here's where we are. We are a handful of senators. We have got a commitment from the Senate majority leader who is uh, Chuck Schumer in New York. He has committed to us a vote. He's going to bring this. So it already passed the House. Right. Right. Uh, which was all other things. And now we're, he's committed to bringing it to a vote. Hopefully, at the end of May or early June. You know how the Senate works. We're a handful of senators. You got to get sixty. We already have a majority. We've got fifty-one. Marco Rubio, Senator Republican from Florida, has signed on. Good. So we have the we have a majority. We need uh, nine senators from red states. Like I, I hate to put it any other way, but like now. You,
1: you think that would be? Been- just that you think you, that would just happen? You would just think that's an automatic.
0: You, well, yeah, no, it doesn't work that way. No, no. Now, Kansas has Senator Moran and Senator Marshall. Senator Moran is on the; he's really the ranking member of the Senate Veterans Affairs Committee. He's been really good working with us. I, I have to say, and I really like him, and he's done, I think, a great job. But he's reticent to put some of this forward with those kinds of concerns. Of, geez, I don't know if we're gonna. Uh, If if will this make it what can we can we handle this? You know, can the VA handle it? Well, the VA has finally signed on to the PACT Act. And that took a lot of haranguing, But they finally signed on that they believe they can execute this well and they can get people the help they need. But any delay of doing it hurts people. So and Senator Marshall signed on to our warfighters plan, which was a very similar type of bill. So I'm very hopeful about that. Missouri is a whole different story. And getting those guys on board, you know, I, 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 I have no idea why it's so hard, but it's hard. It, to and me, it's as so simple as. What I would say is, sorry, go ahead. all you I'm folks sorry. out there, call them. Yep. Call the senators in, in Missouri and Kansas and, and everywhere else where you think it can help, and just let them know, like, look, we need to get this done. And, and no more delay. You know, all these veterans, when you talk to them, they all say the same thing. The motto has always been uh, deny, delay, or delay, deny, and hope you die. Yes. And that's how they feel. They feel that's like grandfather. Right. Yeah. And, and so. They've
1: been doing it since Agent Orange and before.
0: Oh, dude, you know, so this coalition of veterans groups that we have dates back to Agent Orange. We've got VSOs from the Vietnam War. We've got the Vietnam Veterans of America uh, helping on this because they saw what they went through, and they don't want the veterans to, to go through that now. And this will help them as well. This is a generational bill that will change the way they will no longer uh, you know, look at the veteran in an accusatory way as though he's responsible for his own
1: Injuries, uh, yeah. you know, illness here. Nah. So it
0: changes. It gives the benefit of the doubt. By making a lot of these conditions that we know are associated with exposures presumptive,
1: and and you know one of the things you and can do is reach out to your local VFW, reach out to the national headquarters here. In hell yeah,
0: hell yeah. And those guys, man, they,
1: they they couldn't be a greater bunch of human beings. Like when I I was lucky enough to to go with a friend of mine who's been helping him, my friend Jesse James Dupree. And uh, and he's been working with them to get the word out at all the motorcycle rallies and bring these guys kind of into a a more modern time as opposed to this we all used to think the VFW is just a bunch of you know old World War Two guys Vietnam guys you getting together and and, you know brotherhood but it's it's I'm, I'm I'm embarrassed to admit what I didn't know about the VFW so deeply into my own life and. I I got to walk to that building top to bottom and see how they run that place and meet these guys and, and really yep. start to understand it all and even friends Fritz like we and made
0: Fritz is a man. How yes. can you not
1: love Fritz? You Come have on. to. You've got to love that guy. He's a man. Yes, without a doubt. And and They work their asses off for not a lot of money, and it's truly out of the goodness of their heart. And these guys are tireless, tireless workers for for veterans. And so if you know that, if you really do believe in in honoring these people, and we all have, you know, God knows we've had enough rhetoric and empty patriotism over the last 10 years. uh, Do something real. Do something genuine. Like— Forget about politics. Think about the morality, the, the, what it is. You say, it, you know, you feel the, that freedom is important, man. Well, who the goddamn did
0: you think fought for it and guarded these borders? That's like, right. it's, Well, if it's freedom so, isn't free, this is the cost. Yeah, this is the cost that's of what we talk about. And by the way, like, this isn't about charity for the for the poor veteran. It's, it's, a, it's what they've earned right. through their service. But B, we as a society benefit. From a more robust integration of veterans back into society, because these are people that kick ass, right. that contribute, that are built different. They're built to serve, and losing that is to our detriment. It's it's our uh, negative if we allow them to languish and become cannon kind of fodder. This is about bringing them back into the contributions that, that we know they want to make and that they can. So it's, yeah. you know, it, it's just flipping the paradigm on its head and, and making sure that it's done. And like I say, like, we're, cl- we're closer than we've ever been. It's a more united front of veteran service organizations. We've got, you know, VFW, American Legion, the IAVA, Wounded Warriors Project. You know, every, uh, uh, you know, Disabled Veterans of America, they're, they're all lined up behind the PAC Act. Yeah. The uh, uh, the house has already passed. We just need a handful of senators. Like we can feel the finish line. Like this is going to save lives. I've seen it work for the nine eleven bill. I know that it saves lives.
1: You got to put the pressure on. You got to put the pressure, especially you guys in Missouri. It's uh, it is time, and it is it is what we're supposed to do. And 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 everything you've said is right. And and I, I know we have short time, but I, I want to ask you this: like as you move mm-hmm. through. You know, we know you from the people know you from Daily Show or Half The problem with John Stewart now, you know, you're yeah. you're a comedian, but, but yeah. this is something so much more important. And you don't even you don't seem to have political ambition. Like this is this is just yeah. something that you simply deeply within your heart know is so very right and so very needed. And it's just you just don't see enough people like yourself. And I I, I cannot thank you enough. And I can't tell you how deeply it affected me over the years watching you do this selflessly and truly just because you want to see it
0: get better. You got to see it get, but listen, man, this is the lowest hanging fruit of a fucking society. Like if we can't get this done, what chance do the rest of us have? Like, we're, you know, that's, that's the whole thing is, is, and, and, and this all means a lot because I've, I've also seen what they experience for many years. You know, I've been, I've been involved in this for 20 years Yeah, and, and watching uh, families and what they go through and they all, Listen, the military is a tiny percentage of the American public, and they bear the entire burden. And when they come home, if they don't have the weight of, you know, the Pentagon budget behind them to help them through, well, they're adrift. That's you know, right. a, a woman that I know, a great writer, to Carmel, she said to me once, because her family, oh, they're all military. And she said, be careful when people call you a hero because that means they're okay with letting you die. Mm. And and that just that just hit me to the core because I really felt like you're right. We yes. We use that sometimes as a way to dodge our own responsibility and our own burden for carrying this through. It's got to be
1: changed. Was it 9/11 for you? Was that the, the point where you went I got to I have to do something. I've got to find I got I got to find a way.
0: You know, that was, look. you know, listen, you can't live a few blocks from ground zero and not think like, I should should probably get involved in this. Uh, But it really was more, to be frank, during the Iraq war, I was very vocal about my opposition to it. I was very vocal about not wanting to get involved in the war, not wanting to send troops, not putting that out there. And I felt like I didn't want to talk out of my ass. I wanted to know what I was talking about. So I started going down to Walter Reed and this was probably 2003 and just spending time down there. Guys that had just come back, people that had been wounded. And what you learn is the strength of the military is the human capital is the people. And I was so taken by just the quality of people that, that, you know, and they were there, and their perspective. And you could you could walk into a room and look into somebody's eyes and go, "That guy's in trouble, and, and we got to get him help." Like you can just see it. And other guys were dealing with it in their own way, and it was up and down. And, and I met some incredible people, people that were ultimately ended up being awarded the Medal of Honor, but you know, they're just another guy in a hospital, you know, right. Uh, right. Uh, having been right. blown up. Like it was, and it was that that started the process of really learning about And then ended up going to Iraq and Afghanistan and doing some USO stuff and just got more involved with it. Uh, hosted the the warrior games, which is for, you know, it's a sort of a, the Olympics for wounded warriors. Um, and just realizing, you know, how much pressure and burden their families are under. It's not just the soldier. It's the, the spouse, the kids, the families, the caregivers, you know, it's, it, it and that's it, right? It, it, we, it's a lot.
1: We all watch with great reverence somebody being awarded a Medal of Honor, and and somehow we think that's the magic coin back to normalcy. And what we don't understand oh, God, is, no. you can't trade it for medical help. You can't trade it for mental help. You can't trade right. it for an electric bill. You you it's it is an honor beyond all. But sadly, our government doesn't follow it up with the very thing it promised you the day you uh, you you signed that that uh, declaration. It it is That's you right. know that that promise that you made, and uh, you can't you can't have money for war always,
0: and not have money for the war fighter. You know, we ended twenty years of war just recently. The Pentagon got they asked for seven hundred and seventy billion dollars, which was more than what they had had previously. So we ended a war, and increased. The Pentagon budget and the crazy thing was Congress decided to give them an extra 30 billion
1: dollars
0: above and beyond what they had asked for and you do know like 400 billion dollars that goes to defense contractors of course and they're the ones that ran the burn pits, and you can't sue them because they're granted sovereign immunity so Thanks. these guys are you know they've got nowhere to turn Dude, my great uncle Paul used to say,
1: the rich get richer, the poor get the picture. <laughs> you know, yeah. that's, uh, hey, listen, what you're doing is is, is fine uh, an effort as anything that's happening today. And it just, I'm so glad to have you
0: on the show. And uh, listen, I hope everybody. Well, I, I really appreciate you getting the message out. And tell everybody we're going to be uh, at the VFW National Headquarters tomorrow at noon. And we're just going to let it be known. And, and any local media that's around there, we're going to have uh, a bunch of folks from the VFW, but also we're going to have people that are affected by this. Wonderful. And, and if you're a local media person and you want to get down there and you want to tell their stories, talk to them. Right. You know what I mean? Talk, get, find out what's going on in their lives. Tell that story because that's what's going to get this done.
1: Uh, John Stewart, thank you so much. Uh,
0: and you have our phone number. And anything you do,
1: anything you do, you are welcome here. Oh, don't don't say that because I also do a lot of charitable stuff. <laughs> <laughs> he is the great John Stewart. Thank you, much. thank you, thank you, thank you, Hey, listen. If you are a member uh, of our of our military, if you have been a member of our military, you're retired or not. You need to join the vfw and if you don't understand why just do it just trust me it it doesn't cost you anything get involved with these guys they're here to help you they're going to help you connect with people they're going to help you connect with programs they're going to help you be provided everything that you ever were promised if you ever served in the military reach out and join the vfw these guys are fighting hard for you uh, and it's not all it's not all hardship with the vfw man these guys put a lot of cool things together just to bring back that brotherhood that, that uh, everybody really uh, you always read about this and you and you hear the stories and you listen to people talk that brotherhood that comes along with service and uh, these guys provide a chance for you to feel that again uh, tomorrow's going to be an important day guys i hope you uh, hope you pay attention i know it's a heavy subject